I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which from personal experience I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Seed DSO-1 is a daily symbiotic, which is a probiotic and prebiotic formulated to provide benefits for gut immune function and whole body health. I take it every morning before I eat, which is when it works the best, and I have noticed a big difference in my digestion, regularity, and even my skin. It's nice that this benefit comes in a small package that needs no refrigeration and really is just a couple of simple, small pills. You also get this cool little travel vial in case you're traveling, so you don't have to stuff a bunch of loose pills in your pocket, which is nice. It's also nice that this product is so rigorously tested from a scientific perspective, which makes seeds probiotic research, development, and innovation programs a lot more trustworthy. So trust your gut health to Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com forward slash practical and use code 25practical to get 25% off of your first month. That's 25% off of your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com forward slash practical with the code 25 practical. Welcome back to Practical Stoicism, my dear Prokopton. I am glad you're here. Last week was a wild ride. I had a lot of things going on and I am here to tell you that I was not that stoic about it. I lost my temper twice and actually broke my no alcohol streak just so I could unwind and get my thoughts together. So before we start today, just take a minute to reflect on how every practicing Stoic, even the one hosting this podcast that you tune into every day, can fall short of the sage even on their best days. I'm not beating myself up, I'm taking my lumps, and I'm trying again this week. And that's something you've got to learn to do yourself, until, that is, you become a sage. For me, however, that is a while off. Today we are diving into Meditation 5 from Book 1 of Meditations, which, remember, is a book of thank yous and gratitude from Marcus to the people in his life who had an impact on him. Today he thanks Apollonius. Let's find out what for. From Apollonius' true liberty and unvariable steadfastness, and not to regard anything at all, though never so little, but right and reason. 
And always, whether in the sharpest pains or after the loss of a child or in long disease, to be still the same man, who also was a present and visible example unto me, that it was possible for the same man to be both vehement and remiss, a man not subject to be vexed and offended with the incapacity of his scholars and auditors in his lectures and expositions, and a true pattern of a man who of all his good gifts and faculties least esteemed in himself that his excellent skill and ability to teach and persuade others the common theorems and maxims of the Stoic philosophy. Of him also I learned how to receive favors and kindness as commonly as they are accounted from friends, so that I might not become obnoxious to them. For them, nor more yielding upon occasion than in right I ought, and yet so that I should not pass them either as an unsensible or unthankful man. Sometimes the universe really smacks us in the face, doesn't it? There I was, having a challenging week and weekend, and as if it were a timely bus, here comes Apollonius, and his advice to be the same man, no matter what is going on, to run me over in the middle of Pity Party Avenue. What a valuable thing to consider in our own behavior, to strive to be when everything is not perfect, the same person we are when everything is. I struggle with this immensely, not through big disasters, but through little ones. You could burn my house down, and I would cope just fine. I would be the most stoic individual you've ever met standing in front of their burning house. But if there's a button that doesn't do the thing the button is supposed to do when I press it, that'll shave just one point off of my patience balance for the day. And I think there are only like five patient points in my account. Marcus lost so many of his sons, all but one, actually, and here he is, processing and enduring. And I get mad because the thing didn't do what the thing was supposed to do. But no one died, did they? And Apollonius pulls up with another piece of absolutely targeted advice. I felt assaulted. He says, It was possible for the same man to be both vehement and remiss, a man not subject to be vexed and offended with the incapacity of his scholars and auditors in his lectures and expositions. I mean, come on, Marcus. Come on, Apollonius. How did you know how many times a week I lament stupid idiots? Don't cringe. You do it as well. You probably think you run into a hundred stupid people every day. And how related are these two things? It seems like the universe sends us buttons that don't work and people who don't think. But that's not true, is it? People aren't actually stupid. Now, you might be thinking I'm about to make a joke, but I'm not. People aren't stupid. They're just not where we are in the moment that we want them to be where we are. Part of that could be because they don't know what we know, which doesn't make them stupid, or that they don't have the same motivations we do, which doesn't make them stupid, or that they don't have the same urgency that we do, which also doesn't make them stupid. But that's the first stop for a lot of us, isn't it? What is this person? A moron? I find myself saying that all the time, but then I catch myself more quickly than I used to, and I think, what would Marcus say about that? Or in this case, what would Apollonius suggest about that? He would say that we could just as easily be as stupid as we think that person is, because we can just as easily be anyone else had we different experiences. We could just as easily seem like a moron to them. Think of all the variables involved in how a person acts. 
how they are perceived, and how they are judged. What do we really know about anyone else? Maybe they are stupid to us in that moment because they have a hundred things going on in their lives, and this one thing we need them to be smart about isn't a top priority for them. Lastly, Apollonius teaches Marcus how to accept kindness from others, and tell me you don't have a hard time doing that. I dare you. Most of us can barely handle saying thank you to a compliment or a favor without making a bunch of excuses as to why we don't deserve it. You're beautiful. Oh, you're just saying that. But thanks. Or, you're so smart. Oh, I don't think so. I think I just got lucky. I'm an idiot most of the time. Or, hey, let me help you with this financial struggle you're having. And we respond by saying, no, no, I couldn't possibly accept that help. I'm too proud. Don't believe that last one? When was the last time you let someone buy you lunch or dinner without insisting they shouldn't and then feeling bad about it afterwards? Human beings are not great at accepting help, at least not here in the West. That's beneficial in some cases, right? It's character building to strive to not be a burden to others. But no doubt, at some point, we've got to accept that a favor is needed and that asking for it or being provided with it without asking is no crime, no slight against our character, and no display of weakness. The Stoics knew that no man or woman was or is an island. Today, I want you to reflect on how frequently you fail to give people the benefit of the doubt and how often you refuse help or compliments out of pride. Is this good for you? Is it stoic? Join me in the Discord and share your thoughts. You can join for free by going to stoicismpod.com forward slash discord. Thank you for listening today. I appreciate you showing up all the time to listen to me talk about stoicism and to take this journey with me. Until next time. Take care.